Welcome back, everyone, to a special holiday edition of What to Watch podcast. My name is Jeremiah. And I'm Chris. Hey, Chris. How you doing, man? Good. Good. Enjoying the holidays so far. Me too. And they, of course, just really begun, haven't they? We just finished Thanksgiving mm-hmm. yesterday here in the States. We just kicked it off, yes. Yes, Thanksgiving is the official kickoff when it comes to holidays here in the States. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I mean, Halloween isn't too far behind, but yes. That's true. Yeah, I, I guess for me, you know, Thanksgiving is that moment. But you're right, I think for a lot of a lot of Americans, I'm sure probably Halloween might be that kickoff. But right. Yeah, you know, it starts to get really crazy right after Thanksgiving, doesn't yes. it? The huge lead up to the big one of them all Christmas. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we are a full blown uh, holiday mode, which is brings us to our special holiday episode here on the What to Watch podcast. Mm-hmm. Chris, you want to explain everybody what we're doing in this episode? We are listing our favorite holiday TV episodes and films, and since it's all holidays. No matter when this comes out, it'll be relevant. So true. Absolutely. Me yeah. and you were kind of – I think I might have initially started the conversation about – I don't know if it was like during Halloween we were watching some old episodes of some TV shows. And I started thinking to myself, you know, every TV show – well, just about every TV show has at least one or two during its you know long run of oh, – yeah special or episodes that evolve around some kind of holiday, whether it's Halloween or it's Thanksgiving or it's Christmas or Valentine's Day or whatever that holiday may be. And I started thinking, well, you know, there's a lot of great TV episodes that involve around holidays. And I thought, well, maybe it'd be fun to make a list of those. Uh, and me and you could maybe talk about it and do it on a podcast. And then that stemmed from started talking about, well, you know what, while we're doing it, we should also include our favorite holiday movies as well. And so for those of you listening, we are going to be – to make it a little more difficult on me and Chris because I think, Chris, you would agree, doing a list of just my favorite Christmas movies or Christmas episodes, that would be a, a piece of cake because yes. I do – those are ones that are easy for me to mention. But when you try to include all the holidays, that makes it more difficult because now you're thinking more outside like, wow, well, what about this one or that one? It makes it, I think, even harder to make a list – but I think what's fun about these lists are these are just me and me and yours favorite episodes. I the thing is it's always objective to that. You know, anytime you read list, you know, it's always objective to whoever the writer is or whatever what their favorite episodes are. So everyone that's listening to this, you guys are sure have, everybody has their own favorites. So this is our favorites. And who knows, maybe we'll mention something on this list that uh, people out there will be like, "You know what? I've never seen that one and they'll go check it out." Yeah. Right? I- Yes, I'm sure you've heard of it, but maybe you haven't seen it yet. Exactly, exactly. Yes. I, I have to admit, Chris, when I saw your uh, list of your top five uh, holidays, there was a couple in there that I have never seen before, which we'll talk a little bit more when we get into the list. But okay. yeah, so that's 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 the whole point of this is uh, telling people some of our favorites, and uh, maybe it will be one that they'll be interested in checking out themselves. Mm-hmm. So, Chris, uh, how about do you want to start off with our list of top holiday TV episodes? You want to start yes. that off first? I guess we'll uh, we'll start with your list, Chris. So, what's mm-hmm. one of the first ones you have on your list? Well, since the uh, conversation got started during Halloween, I started thinking about Halloween and TV episodes, and there's been a lot. I can think of like Everyone Loves Raymond has done a few, and mm-hmm. 
friends and just, and of course the office does some amazing ones. But then I was rewatching uh, on a DVD, the Pete and Pete series and their Halloween episode, not only is Halloween, but it just reminds me of fall. They filmed it in New Jersey. There's real, uh, you know, autumn colors there. It is what it is. It's not a set. And to me, that's so authentic. And I think in it also the message of it, you know, you're too old to trick or treat or not, or you're going to have fun with your brother kind of thing. I thought that's just a, a fun, almost any kind of day episode. So I enjoyed it. Very good. And that's uh, Adventures of Pete and Pete Halloweeny Season 2, Episode 7. Let's listen in a little bit to the episode. Once a year, like the leaves, it comes. A magical night when bedtimes disappear and identities change. Trick or treat! When the ghouls and goblins of our souls are set free to roam the night and scarf candy. For the true believers... Halloween is the ultimate holiday. For me, it's the ultimate dork holiday. Halloween is for Halloweenies. Ah! Gotcha! You blinked. Wrong. Pete thinks I'm the weenie for not believing anymore. What happened to my Halloween spirit? Where did it go? And once it's gone, can it ever return? Pete and I were about to find out, and the answers would either save Halloween or destroy it forever. Did watching this episode, Chris, make you believe in Halloween again? Def- <laughs> it definitely, it sort of, you know, not that there was any questioning there, but it definitely reminded me so much uh, more of the kids, you know, because usually sitcoms or the adults are having some office party or whatever. But this, yeah. Is definitely from a kid's point of view, like most Pete Pete episodes. So it was really good that way. Well, I, this is why I love hearing your list because you'll you'll pull out something like this and make me go, ah, I would have never thought of this. And I, I will admit, I've never seen one episode of Ventures of Pete and Pete. So this was actually really new for me when I looked up to find out what it was about. So this is I like, and I like that idea too, Chris, is that having an uh, having something on your list here that kind of gives you that perspective as kids. Because uh, you're right, a lot of these episodes uh, in television that are for more adult adult oriented shows has that adult adult oriented feel, and this has that fun kids feel, you know, like mm-hmm. you said, because it's actually you know takes place on a, you know for a show for kids. So now, did you watch this show when it was out? I'm assuming you must have. I did. I'm not sure if I watched first run depending on when our family got Nickelodeon, but I definitely remember watching it, and I was sad when uh, Shout Factory didn't release the third season. I'm like, that's all they had was three seasons. <laughs> Don't hang me with two and then nothing else. Oh, man. Well, sorry to hear that. So is it available yeah. out there to watch somewhere? The try- first two seasons are available from Shout Factory on DVD, and I'm sure YouTube's got everything, as usual. I was gonna say, I know I stole this clip from YouTube, so I don't, I didn't look any further to see if it was, you know, other places. But I think you're right. I think if you look hard enough, folks, you could find uh, the Adventures of Pete and Pete out there on YouTube for sure. So, mm-hmm. well, very good. So, start off with some Halloween. My first one on my list, Chris, 
It's probably a classic to a lot of folks. This is probably, to me, the greatest com- comedy sitcom of all time, Seinfeld. And this particular episode is about a holiday that's not really a real holiday. It's a made-up holiday, and I'm talking about Seinfeld, Season 9, Episode 10, The Strike. Many Christmases ago, I went to buy a doll for my son. (laughs) I reached for the last one they had, but so did another man. As I rained blows upon him, I realized there had to be another way. What happened to the doll? It was destroyed. But out of that... A new holiday was born. A festivus for the rest of us. When George was growing Jerry, up, no. his father no. hated all the commercial and religious aspects of Christmas, yeah. so he made up his own holiday. Oh, and another piece of the puzzle falls into place. All right. And instead of a tree, didn't your father put up an aluminum pole? Oh, Jerry, no. stop it. And then weren't there feats of strength that always ended up with you crying? I can't huh? take it anymore. I'm going to work. You happy now? <laughs> I can't help it when I'm laughing. I'm laughing at this clip. Mm-hmm. Festivus for the rest of us. I I don't know about you, Chris, but every December 23rd, I celebrate Festivus. <laughs> I just think that, you know, what I thought was really interesting about this particular episode is me, I have many friends that are like me that are obsessed with Seinfeld. They, we think it's the greatest show of all time. We think that every, all life lessons can be learned in Seinfeld. I mean, we worship the show so much. That what's great about it is that the last season of Seinfeld, you know, a lot of there's a lot of fans out there that felt like it wasn't that great. Maybe they made the right decision to call it quits and so on and so forth. But what's great about this episode is it's such an iconic episode for Seinfeld fans. And I th- I thought it was kind of interesting when I was looking up and I realized you know, when I saw that it was in the last season, I was like, for some reason, I don't even remember being in the last season. I thought it was kind of like midway somewhere. And then when I was going back to find out when that episode ran and it aired and I was like. Oh, really? It was from the last season. I didn't even, I didn't even remember it was from the last season. You know what I mean? Because when you watch as much Seinfeld as I do, they all the episodes kind of start running together, and I forget right. which episodes from what season. They don't air them in order, so exactly. So I'll, a lot of times I'll watch uh, episodes of Seinfeld on syndication because uh, it's it's one of those shows where if I if there's nothing on and I'm flipping through TV and I see that it's on I stop and watch it and so yeah I've seen so many of them out of order I I forget which one's which but to me this is just typical classic Seinfeld writing and anything that involves George Costanza I of course love and this episode uh, deals mainly with the Costanza family and having uh, t- hearing his father's tells the st- story of of creating this holiday festivus and. It's just a classic, and I, I love, I loved, I love it. It's one of my favorites uh, of all time. And isn't this episode? They're not really celebrating any, like it's not a Thanksgiving episode. The rest of the episode or a Christmas, it's like no. just a get together, and then he explains it, right? Yeah, that the part of that part of it, yes, it it's it okay. takes place around that, and it's talk about celebrating. They do at, at some point in the episode. Uh, they get together to celebrate Festivus, and George's boss is there. And I, I don't want to ruin it for anybody that hasn't seen the episode. By all means, look for it. Like I said, it's on the season nine, the last season, episode ten. It's called The Strike. Watch it. I don't. Wa- I don't want to ruin any jokes for anybody that hasn't seen it. But it's classic, and it. But it does evolve around us mainly. Fine. There's other things that are going on, of course, in the episode, but the main focus of the episode is on the story of how. Uh, the, the, this this holiday was created, so it's a good one. 
You definitely check yeah. it out. So, Chris, uh, you, what you have on your next on your list? Uh, the next one I have is Frasier Valentines, and that's from uh, Three Valentines, I should say. Right. And that's from Season 6, Episode 14. Very good. Francois, it's Niles Crane. You delivered some champagne earlier for Valentine's Day. Well, you brought over the 88, and I asked for the 85. <laughs> yes, my date will know the difference. She happens to be the president of our wine club. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, it's great. Remember, I won't be at home. No, I'm not, I'm not entertaining at the Shangri-La. My brother was kind enough to let me use his apartment. Well, what could I do? I, I threw a blanket over it. <laughs> All right, now hurry, please. This woman is very particular. Lucky for you, she loves dogs. I'm so glad you picked this episode. Chris, I almost yeah. forgot about this one. Now, me and you are both Frasier fanatics. We both oh, love yeah. Frasier. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what, what struck your memory to remember this well, one? I there are a lot of holiday episodes of sure. Frasier and a lot of good ones. There's um, a lot of good Christmases, some Thanksgivings. But I think I had recently seen this one. And I remember because there's always like three stories going on. There's mm-hmm. the Frasier story, the Nile story, and then, and then uh, Martin and Daphne's story. Right. And um, I thought all of them were strong. There wasn't really a B story. They were all really good. Mm-hmm. And uh, David Hyde Pierce plays, I mean, things get out of control at the apartment. And, of course, he, you know, um, is definitely funny with his uh, physical comedy as well which is something you don't see him do in every episode so it was nice to see this mm-hmm. right it was just really good <laughs> yeah it is great uh and you're right the episodes broke it up to where you see each of their stories of what happens to them uh during this valentine's and every one of them is fantastic and of course the huge uh if i remember the one with niles and i think at some point where the couch gets set on or something gets set on fire and it just <laughs> It's great. If anyone has not seen this episode, it, like I said, it's in the sixth season, episode 14. It's worth checking out. Even if you're just a mediocre Frasier fan, uh, check really, that one out because it's pretty funny. I don't really think you have to know much about the whole Frasier backstory because um, they're all so com- uh, compact and everything. I don't really think you need to like have seen the previous six seasons to get what's going on in this episode. Right. No, I don't think so. No, it stands alone, if I remember mm-hmm. right. So uh, it's definitely uh, worthwhile checking out. It's a great Valentine's. It's probably one of my favorite Valentine's episodes, you know, you know, in tele- as far as for television, I can remember. Mm-hmm. That was definitely one I remember laughing my butt off quite a bit, and it's definitely a gem. So, all right, well, next on my list, Chris, is the episode, and I think I've mentioned this before on this podcast, the episode that caused me to realize that Modern Family is worthwhile going back and watching and getting caught up with and making it my one of my new favorite comedies on television. And that would be from Season 2, Episode 6, the Halloween episode. Okay, focus, Mitchell. Focus, focus. Hello? I'm trapped in a men's room and all I have on is a Spider-Man suit. Hot? Who is this? Somebody took my shirt and all the rest of my clothes are all toilety. I'm screwed. Why don't you just tell Charlie the truth? I can't. I already messed up once today and I can't risk it. I I have another suit in my trunk, but I can't get to the car without going to the office. You know what's ironic? Who could really help you right now is Spider-Man. 
He's here. <laughs> Chris, I'm telling you, when I watched this episode, and by the way, it is just called, it's just titled Halloween. Mm-hmm. When I watched this episode, I laughed so hard, especially this scene with Mitchell in the Hollow in this uh, Spider-Man costume, that he mistakenly thought that everyone he started he just started a new job at a new firm and he thought that everybody <laughs> would dress us up in uh, costumes because these two dweebs who always do dressed up in costume but then he gets there realizes that those two guys are the only ones that dress up and he's trying to make a good impression here he is in this full-blown uh spider-man costume and at some point he does get himself trapped in a bathroom i'm not gonna tell you how it happens where he's only wearing just <laughs> This Spider-Man costume, and he winds up crying outside the window and or out down the wall. And I'm telling you what, Chris, I was laughing so hard during this episode. It's totally worth checking out if you've never watched Modern Family season two, episode six of Halloween, is a classic one. Chris, did you ever get a chance to watch that episode or not? Um, yes. Well, especially well, I did. Um, I managed to find it streaming somewhere and then okay. I've been watching it in syndication now that it is. So okay. hopefully it'll show up. Okay. I, I know that Hulu, I know has the, uh, uh online uh, deal with them as well as of course, you know, the new ones, some of the, you could watch on, 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 uh, online as well. But I mean, I know Hulu has a modern family episode, so you probably catch it there, but it's definitely a w- one worthwhile catching, uh, catching if you can. So... Uh, but yeah, so that's uh, that's the next one on my list. Uh, what about you, Chris? Uh, what's next on your list? Uh, number three on my list is WKRP Thanksgiving, and it's titled Turkeys Away from Season 1, Episode 7. I didn't remember it was from the first season. I thought it was a bit later, but um, well, I remember I was gonna watching that. I, I was going to yeah. say, you have to double-check me. I'm pretty sure that's what I, I read, but yeah. Yeah, and... Um, I remember watching this with my folks and them just cracking up and me cracking up because they're laughing. Um, it was a show we always watched as a family and it was just one of those just hilarious. Um, the the actor who plays Les Nessman, I mean, he just has some brilliant lines in this whole episode mm-hmm. throughout it, I should say. And uh, it's just a funny episode. <laughs> well, let's listen to the clip and then I got something to say about okay. it real quick. <laughs> Hello. 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 Is uh, Travis in? Uh, no. no. Huh. Hey, what are you doing? Nothing. <laughs> oh, you're off duty, huh? Oh, how about you? What are you doing? Uh, I'm working on a promotion idea. Yeah? Oh, well, maybe I can be of some assistance. It's probably nothing you'd be interested in. <laughs> Young lady, I've done thousands of promotions in my day. Now, what's the problem? Well, uh, we don't know whether to give away Boston T-shirts or foreigner T-shirts. Boston. Foreign stuff shrinks. <laughs> yes, sir. Anything else? No, uh, that, that's about it. Ah, good. Well, this was nice speaking with you both. <laughs> Now, first of all, Chris, I'm so glad because me and you talked a little bit about this off air that when we mm-hmm. were looking at our two lists of of shows, you had a lot more classic television in there, which I was so glad because most of the ones on for my list are more modern television within the last 10 years or so. And you have a few on here that have go back obviously much further than that. WKRP, of course, being one of those uh, shows. I, I'm so glad you mentioned it, but the funny part about this was when you mentioned it, I thought to myself when I was looking for the clip, you know, for this uh, show, mm-hmm. 
I started watching. I think, by the way, I, I, everyone, I think I found this on Hulu. So I think Hulu has WKRP episodes. I think they do, yeah. But when I was watching this, Chris, I, sadly to say, I don't want you to get mad at me, nor do I want to get any hate mail from any listeners, but I have never seen a full episode of WKRP. Can you believe that? So I don't you know didn't why. A whole episode? I, you know what? I should have. I would like to uh-huh. tell you, Chris, the that the ending I did. is the best part. I, I was told this later on because I mentioned it during Thanksgiving list uh, yesterday with the family, mm-hmm. and what my uncle had said that you know he was a big fan of the show, and he actually started describing a little bit of what what happens at the end with some turkeys mm-hmm. and them throwing them out a helicopter or something yes. like that. They and, were doing a and promotion when he yeah exactly. So when he started describing what happened in the episode, I have to admit I started chuckling and I started feeling bad that I didn't just sit there and finish watching the episode that. I, I was just I was on a mission at the time to just get these sound bites mm. taken care of, and I didn't take the time to watch it. But I'm going to watch it, Chris. I'm going to watch it, and I'll, okay. it will be my first episode of WKRP, and I'll let you know what I think. All right. There's <laughs> but, a couple other good ones that stand out, but that that would be a good first one. Well, yeah, and it's from the first season, so I'm pretty yes. sure that uh, I'll be able to kind of – it won't ruin anything, I don't think, by watching it. Would you agree with that? or Right. Okay, that's good. Well, I'm glad you had it on the list, Chris, because it's definitely something I'll be checking out. And who knows, maybe somebody else out there has never, be like me, has never taken an opportunity to give WKRP a chance. And uh, maybe this will give them a chance to, to do that. So next on my list, Chris, uh, The Office, of course, has, like you said earlier, many episodes of Halloween, oh, yeah. Christmas. There's so many to pick from. And one of the things that's tough about doing a list like this, Chris, at least I found making a list is, it's trying to remember, you know, like which one's your favorite. Mm-hmm. So for whatever reason, this particular one I picked, which is simply titled Christmas Party from Season 2, Episode 10, for whatever reason, Chris, it just stood out for me. It was one of those episodes that I just still remember today, and I remember laughing. Now, I did wind up rewatching it before doing this episode, and I still laughed pretty hard. Now, you could make a fair argument that some of the other Christmas episodes if for The Office was better than this one, but this one, it really is one that kind of stood out for me, and um, I really enjoyed it. Again, this is uh, Season 2, Episode 10. Merry Christmas! Ho, 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 pimp! <laughs> I'm kidding! What do we got? What do we got? How many uh, plates are we getting? Fifty. Ooh, double it. Double everything. Double ice cream, double napkins, double it. On me. It was I... a tough year. I had to fire somebody this year. Yeesh. This party has to really rock. Check it out. Christmas bonus, 3,000 Gs. I got this for helping save the company money. So I guess some good came out of firing Devin after all. Maybe I should call him and tell him that. <laughs> Typical Michael. He was on form in this episode. It was just great. And then he breaks the alcohol policy in the office and everybody starts drinking and... Then uh, the beginning of the episode is set up with the one where they're where they're doing um, Secret Santa. Of course, he of he goes above the twenty dollar limit or whatever it was and buys an iPod, and then he gets mad because he doesn't like what he got from Phyllis, which was a mitten. And next thing he knows, he turns it into a Yankee swap, and everybody's fighting over who's going to get the iPod. It's just it's great. It's great television, and it was definitely a great Christmas episode. Have you ever seen that one, Chris? Yes. I have to say, I think season two is their strongest season by far. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely, buddy. I Mm -hmm. agree. Great. It was Anyway, it was great stuff. So uh, that's the thing I was talking about earlier is that 
it's the ones that kind of stand out for you, you know, in your memory when you're trying to like go through something like this and then it just hits you and you go, oh yeah, I remember that one. That was great. So luckily when I rewatched it, I still thought it was pretty special, you know, even after rewatching it here recently because I was afraid when I watched it, I would go, oh, you know what? Maybe this one isn't good for my list, but this didn't happen to me. I was, I watched it and I go, nope, nope, I'm cool. I'm still cool with this being on my list. Oh, yes. man. So what's number four on your list, Chris? Number four for me is The Simpsons, and it's a Christmas episode, Marge Be Not Proud. It's from season seven, episode 11. It's a crusty kind of Christmas, brought to you by ILG, selling your body's chemicals after you die, and by Little Sweetheart Cupcakes, a subsidiary of ILG. I didn't hear you come in. Welcome to my home. And no. Say, did I hear some carolers? Come, they told me. Hey, it's respected private citizen Tom Landry and South American sensation Shushisha Shushashi Shusha Boy. Now, stay tuned for a video Christmas card from Tupac Shakur. Hey, I thought Krusty was Jewish. Christmas is a time when people of all religions come together to worship Jesus Christ. See that? You learn Mm -hmm. everything from Bart, don't you? Did you know that's what Christmas is about? Bring all religions together to celebrate Jesus Christ. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm trying to think back, Chris. I'm one of those people that when I was, many years ago, I watched The Simpsons faithfully like most kids my age at that time. And there was a point where I stopped watching The Simpsons, and I haven't seen an episode of The Simpsons in a long, long time. I did watch The Simpsons movie when that came out. uh, But I'm trying to, I was trying to remember this episode. I think I kind of do, but... If I remember right, it was a pretty good classic. Uh, what was what stood out? Why did it, this one stand out so um, much for you? This one was where Bart um, attempts to shoplift this video game that he wants, and he doesn't think his parents are going to get from him, so he shoplifts it. Well, tries to, then gets in trouble, <laughs> and um, you know, uh, basically, Bart, Bart got in trouble. That seems hard to believe. Well, the thing is, like, <laughs> um, and their. Um, and the whole Marge thing, you know, like he uh-huh. he knows this really hurt his mom's feelings and it right. was really hard for them. And so he ends up doing something nice at the end where usually you see those Lisa Homer stories like this. You don't really see the Marge Bart stories work out this way. Right. Um, so, you know, he does something nice. He gets the family photo, you know, and gives it to her and all this stuff. So it was just a really good one. And I mean, it. Watching it again reminds me, I was like, oh, I remember when video games used to be behind this, you know, used to be behind this like plexiglass thing and you could, you know, you'd have to get someone to open it and grab it, grab the actual copy of it. And it right. just, it was, it was just fun to see. <laughs> well, I, unfortunately, I don't remember much about that episode. I, I may have seen it at one time, but I'm, I'm sure it was a classic one. It definitely looked like it was from when I was getting some of the clips from that. So Simpsons is uh, not I don't was that I don't think that's a show you can find necessarily on streaming services anywhere, is it? Or is it on anything? Like- um, they just inked a huge deal with that new channel FXX. Oh, and, okay. Um, that will start streaming, I think, next year. 
Or the year after that, they got the rights to syndicate, I think, everything. And then that will be available to stream from their, like, web app or their website or something like that. Okay. Cool. Well, very good. That that will be um, something to look forward to. I, I did hear a little bit about that, so that's something to. I'm kind of excited to check that out when that all comes about with that uh, with that setup. So that'd be pretty good. All right. So next mm-hmm. on my list is from a show uh, from not too long ago, the How I Met Your Mother, Slapsgiving, which is uh, season three, episode nine. Oh, hey, by the way, if anyone wants to come over early on Thursday, we can watch the Slapsgiving Day Parade. Well, there, you said it again. Said what? Slapsgiving. Oh, I guess I did. You know why? I've invented a new holiday, Slapsgiving. It's the one day we set aside each year to gather together and give slaps. I should explain. Kids, you remember the slap bet. A year earlier, Marshall made a bet with Barney and won the right to slap him five times. He had already used the first. And the second. But Marshall had something special in store for the third. Slapcountdown.com. No. No, no. The countdown ends at 3 p.m. the day after Thanksgiving. I counted it out. How many days are in October? Uh, 30? Dude, I thought we cleared this up last year. I like Halloween very much. It's nice. He's also tomorrow. Damn it. Wait, you're going to slap me on Thanksgiving? Slapsgiving. That's not allowed. Lily, you're the slap bet commissioner. Is that allowed? The hostess in me who's using her wedding china for the first time wants to say hell no. But yeah, I'm going to allow it. Well, with the How I Met Your Mother, you know, quite a bit in the people's minds at the moment since we are going through the final season, I have to admit, this is one that always stood out for me as being one of my favorite uh, episodes of How I Met Your Mother, or at least high up there, especially for ones that were themed around a holiday. Uh, the slap thing, the slap bet kind of goes on for quite a bit during the whole How I Met Your Mother. You know, it was kind of like those one of those ongoing things, Chris, you know, about mm-hmm. the whole thing with the bet. And uh, this third slap was very special because it evolved around Thanksgiving. And uh, it's, it was this classic How I Met Your Mother stuff. Anytime you get to see Barney Stinson get slapped in the face, it's, it's a pretty funny episode. Okay. <laughs> so um, I forgot, Chris. Uh, do you watch How I Met Your Mother? I can't remember. I don't really watch it. Every okay. once in a while, I'll flip around in it. It's on syndication. I might watch a little of it. But I have to admit, every time I flip around and watch it on syndication, I'm like, I've already seen this episode, right? You know, so. <laughs> right. Well, I just couldn't remember uh, if you'd seen it up. But yeah, this, the slap thing is, is pretty darn funny stuff. Um, those first few seasons of How I Met Your Mother were very, very special. That was when they were on the top of their game, of course. And it has kind of died off over the years where the That's writing has I've been nearly that... as good. But you know what, Chris? We've talked about this many times on this podcast. Mm-hmm. It is very difficult, especially for a comedy, to keep things rolling where people are really enjoying it um, mm-hmm. as much if you get past a maybe, you know, four or five good seasons. And then after that, a lot of times it gets difficult because sometimes you feel like you're just writing the same stuff over and over again. I really think that's Big Bang is kind of in that uh, holding pattern right now. Oh, you think they're starting to get there? Yeah. I just think they they keep introducing people to kind of mix it up. But I'm like, how many other people are you going to introduce to keep it fresh? And I don't think there's that many left. Mm. So, Well, I, uh, yeah, of course, as you know, 
I'm just kind of recently started getting into Big Bang Theory, and I'm kind of watching it here and there and trying to get caught up on some of it. And it's funny you mention it because there's a few Halloween episodes that I've seen now of Big Bang Theory from the earlier seasons Mm -hmm. that was so funny. I almost thought about putting it on my list, and I I really did come close to doing that because uh, there was a couple ones that were pretty funny. Uh, but I haven't seen a whole lot from the like the last season yet. I haven't got to that point where I feel. But I'm taping them, so hopefully okay. maybe I get to call it up on them. But uh, yeah, I'll have to kind of pay attention to that, see if I think that maybe they're kind of slipping on the writing. But right now, that show is on top of the world, as you know, oh, number yeah. one in all the ratings. It's crushing. Until it drops. They're crushing so. everyone in the ratings at the moment. Mm-hmm. There is no show bigger than uh, the Big Bang Theory right now. So right, it'll keep going. Just as soon as the ratings start to drop, I think that'll be time they cut it loose yeah well the top off our uh, top five here chris what Mm -hmm. is the fifth one on your list i have i love lucy birthday and it's lucy and superman from season six episode 13 and i will consider a birthday as a holiday it's a special event episode you know (laughs) um so it's funny that yeah because i mean festivus is not a nationally recognized holiday and (laughs) are you sure about that and slaps giving so <laughs> well now slaps giving uh, that episode does of uh it does evolve around thanksgiving there is, okay. that is a thanksgiving episode uh but yes uh you got me on that one it's funny that you mentioned this because i i this kind of conversation came up a little bit with me and my wife and we were discussing about well what defines a holiday anyway and mm-hmm. and we came up with the list of one of them of course you have to get the day off now for some people do get their birthday off depending on the mm-hmm. company you work for you might get off but it's not not necessarily a national holiday as far as that no. everyone gets off, but you do get a gift. So another one that we said kind of represents a holiday is do you get a gift or not? Now, you do get a gift for the birthday. So, Chris, mm-hmm. there might be enough here to well, we'll, we'll, we'll let it slide. But also, any opportunity to mention one of the greatest television shows of all time, I Love Lucy, I'm totally cool with. So let's hear a little bit from that episode. Okay. Hello. Oh, hi, honey. Well, I'm afraid not, dear. You see, uh, I talked to his secretary, and he's uh, leaving Saturday for Terry Hood. For Terry who? <laughs> Terry Hood. Terry Hood, Indiana. He's taking a plane Saturday. Oh, no. What's the matter, honey? Superman pooped out. <laughs> oh, honey, can he take a later plane? That's the only flight that day. Oh, if he's Superman, what does he need a plane for? <laughs> all right, all right. Oh, I've already told little Ricky and all the other children. Well, honey, I'm sorry, but you shouldn't cross your bridges before they're hatched. <laughs> what? You shouldn't burn your chickens behind you. <laughs> oh, you know what I mean. You, you shouldn't tell people anything until you're sure. Oh, well, I was so certain you'd get him. Well, I try, honey, but I can, so don't worry about it. Little Ricky will have a very nice party anyway. Oh, I hope so. All right, dear. Goodbye. Goodbye, dear. <laughs> I love that part because my wife gives me a hard time about this. I get my, and it, even though I'm not from Columbia, but I still, I get my uh, sayings mixed up all the time. And I get, my wife and family love to give me a hard time for that. So, oh, uh, but man, I love Lucy. One of the greatest shows of all time. I, mm-hmm. you know, I, like I said, I gave you crap off air about having a birthday episode during our holiday episode. But I'm totally cool with the fact that, you know, this is, of course, a great television. I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to remember about I Love Lucy if they had any other episodes that involved some holidays. I'm sure they probably did. I oh, I remember. think they did Thanksgiving for sure. And mm. I seem to remember us 
the Christmas episode I remember was like they were uh, Lucy dressed up as Santa for little Ricky and then Rick uh, Ricky dressed up and Fred and Ethel. So there's like five Santas at the, oh, the end okay. of the I episode. I remember that one. Yeah. Okay. I remember, <laughs> I remember that. Um, yes. But uh, this, it, it definitely looked like this was a, for what I can remember that episode, this was a pretty good episode though. Definitely this worth a, checking out. A good episode and a very strange episode. Cause like in the clip, you're hearing them say things like his secretary, and I think they mention his agent, and he flies on a plane. But they never call him George Reeves. He's always referred to as Superman, which I always <laughs> found weird that they're admitting he's an actor, yeah. but they're not calling him by his name. Well, I'm sorry, so. Chris, but George Reeves really is Superman. I'm sorry to say to inform you that, but he really is Superman. Why would you want to describe him as anything else? <laughs> right. <laughs> that so is, that is pretty funny, though. Some kind of contract... I don't know. Laws or something, but... Those early days of television, who knows what Mm -hmm. they wrote into the contracts and things like that. It could have been one of those things where they were supposed to refer to him as anything other than Superman. That's kind of funny. I uh, I have to admit, I didn't pick up on that, but that's pretty... That's very true. They only call him... They only mention him... only call him Superman during the entire episode, so... But that is from the sixth season, by the way, episode 13. Lots of ways you can watch I Love Lucy still. Obviously, syndications are still out there. Um, can't remember all the stations that play it. Uh, there is some places. Oh, YouTube has a lot of episodes. I think I pulled this clip from YouTube if I remember right. But anyway, there's plenty of places you can definitely catch uh, episodes of I Love Lucy. And if you have never watched I Love Lucy, by all means, it's definitely one to watch. Right, Chris? Right. All right. To finish out our television list, I guess I'm going last here with my fifth one on my list. I think I would have gotten in trouble. Chris, by some of my fans, if I did not have a Mad Men episode <laughs> mentioned on yeah. my list, um, it I, it's hard to kind of you know Mad Men is a, of course a heavy drama that's not necessarily really a lot of episodes you could say is necessarily a holiday episode, but I think this there, there's just a couple of them, and I think this one for sure really has more of a Christmassy feel just because there's a big Christmas party involved. Um, at one point, Roger is dressed up as Santa Claus, giving out lucky strikes, which is always entertaining. And, of course, I'm talking about Season 4, Episode 2, Christmas Only Comes But Once a Year. Ho, ho! Merry Christmas! <laughs> <laughs> well, it's hard to tell if he's Father Christmas or Father Time. Merry Christmas! It's a big bag, Roger. I want you to have a third heart attack. Right, honey? What have we here? What do all the good boys and girls want for Christmas? Lucky strike! (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. Don't smoke those all at once. And I have a very special present for a little boy who knows he's been naughty. Lee! (laughs) You didn't need to do that. Yes, we did. Thank you. Reminds me of when I was a kid. Remember that? You'd ask for something, you'd get it. Made you happy. Great episode. Uh, so yes. many things going on in this episode. There's One no of the way... funnier episodes. Oh, yeah. It has laughter, of, and definitely many times that you do chuckle during the episode. Tip, uh, great Mad Men episode as far as like 
many many things that you expect in a Mad Men episode happens in this. Uh, people sleeping with people they shouldn't be sleeping with. Uh, you know, Rogers dressed up as Santa Claus and gets insulted by his biggest client. It just there's so much involved in this episode that I I wouldn't know where else to begin. You know what I mean? Yeah, lots of things going on in this episode, Chris. Now, do you you do remember this episode from season? I four? remember this one, and it's funny. I remember this one as one of the more uh, comical episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mad Men, especially after the second season, gets so dark. But I remember this one as a much more cheerful, and there was jokes and. You know, people, it wasn't all depressing, so it does stand out for me, too. Right. Yeah, it is, it, like I said, it was definitely one that stood out for me, and I, I think, like I said, it has, it really does evolve around that holiday, so I felt like, you know what, this is a good one for Mad Men to put in there as for an episode to definitely think about. Uh, so it's definitely worthwhile checking out season four, episode two. Of course, all of them, all these episodes you can find on Netflix streaming because uh, pretty much all of Mad Men is on there except for season six, which I'm eventually I'm sure will be up there as well. Mm-hmm. So definitely worthwhile checking out. Uh, Chris, both of us had a lot of honorable. Well, both of us had some honorable mentions. I know you only had one on your list. I went a little overboard. I had a l- little bit, <laughs> a little bit more on my list, so I don't have to necessarily mention them all. What was one of the ones that was one of your runner ups? Um. On this list, I see the Cosby Show. It says Cliff's White Adventure. I remember that episode. That's where they kept sending him out for ingredients. Yes, that pouring was one of my list. Yep. Um, Friend says the one with Chandler in a box. And yes, it was the Thanksgiving episode as well. Yep. They the friends seem to do a lot of Thanksgiving episodes. Yes, I so. think there was a Thanksgiving episode. I have a I have a friends friend expert friends expert in my in the room here with my wife. I think she might be able to confirm this. I think there was a Thanksgiving episode almost every season. Is this correct, Miss Rachel? No, not every season. No. Only the seasons that fell on Thanksgiving. Oh, so she says that not every season there was ones only when it she, fell on Thanksgiving. I but know. Um, she thinks it was as, every other season. Okay, my if my wife was picking Thanksgiving episode, she'd pick the last one, the one with Brad Pitt in it. Oh yes, I saw we saw that one not too long ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a good one as well. Um, and then everybody loves Raymond. They had lots of Thanksgiving episodes. They did. They might have done like every other year as well. Yeah, they probably did. Uh, yeah, because I mentioned the bird, uh, which is episode, mm-hmm. season eight, episode nine. But there was many. Uh, I there love, were a lot. Uh, everybody loves Raymond episodes. Uh, and then on your list, you had Futurama, the Xmas Xmas story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've heard that one was very. Uh, very good. I don't. I do not watch Futurama, but I've heard that one's a, a pretty pretty much considered a classic in that show, right? Yes. Uh, it's the first time you get to see what Christmas is like in the future, and okay. it's like um, robot Santa terrorizes everyone that night, and it's just you know like a horrible thing. Uh, originally, John Goodman did the voice, and it's okay. really just yeah. a funny episode. Okay, uh, another one I had on my list was The Sopranos, uh, To Save Us All from Satan's Power. That's from the third season, episode 10. That's the one where uh, Tony was really, it's during Christmas time, and he's really dealing with the memory of, of Pussy, and uh, when they had to basically, you know, well, spoiler alert, they had to kill him. And <laughs> he's really dealing with the loss of him and struggling with that a little bit. Uh, one of the things, Chris, we won't have time to do this in the episode because we're kind of uh, already stretching out our time here a little bit, so I won't, I'll just mm-hmm. mention it. 
Uh, one of the things I'm going to have a link on our website for this particular episode, episode 31, for a TV guy. TV guy did a list of some of their favorite holiday TV episodes. Of quite a few of the ones me and you just discussed is on this list, but there's many more that are on there. So if you want to head on over to What to Watch Podcast episode 31 and uh, check out the show notes because I'll have a link to this particular uh, TV Guide uh, uh, story where they mentioned uh, I think it's 15 is on their list. So it's definitely worthwhile uh, checking out. But uh, lots of good ones out there to to watch mm-hmm. on television. So Chris, with that said, how about me and you move into our movie list? which we right. have five movies on our list. Do you want to start off first with your first one? Uh, my first one's Christmas, and it's Miracle on 34th Street, the original 1947 version. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle Stop that. What do you mean by drinking? You know it's not allowed. The man's cold. A man's got to do something to keep warm. I'll warm you. I ought to take this cane. And, and I the- ought to... Uh, somebody, Julian, get some black coffee. Uh, plenty of it. Yes, uh, Black with a little cream. Uh, wake me up when the parade starts. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all day. Absolutely shameful. Could you be Santa Claus? Have you had any experience? Oh, a little. Oh, please, you've got to help me out. Madam, I am not in the habit of substituting for spurious Santa Clauses. No. Oh, please. No, I... I... Oh, well, then. The children mustn't be disappointed. All right, I'll do it. Oh, good, thank you. Come on, right, right this way. <laughs> I'm sorry, Chris. I agree with you, though. If you're going to watch one of the many, many versions of Miracle mm-hmm. on 34th Street, the, the original from 1947 by far has to be the one to watch. Wouldn't you agree? I would, but I have to say the remakes, because they stick so close to the original, aren't that bad. Oh, no, know? no. I, I'm not saying they're bad. I'm right. just saying for me, not I agree with you, a, mm-hmm. I would watch the original. Yes. Yeah, it's just it, – it's to me, it, it's definitely the best one. But I, just, I do understand what you're saying, and you're right. Uh, mo- but pretty much most of the the, one, the remakes that I remember <clears throat> that uh, I've seen, did, for the most part, they do stick to the original. And they have – you know, it's, they're nice versions of it. But, you know, hey, you might as well watch the original. You know, that's mm-hmm. just the way I feel about it. So – but, yeah, that is uh, – it's definitely one of the more classic – probably, you know, if you ask anybody when it comes to holiday list – they all, a lot of people have Miracle on 34th Street on their list. And another one that people a lot of people have on their list is one of the ones on my list, one of my favorite Christmas movies, and that would be National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. 250 strands of light, 100 individual bulbs per strand for a grand total of 25,000 imported Italian twinkle lights. Hey! 25,000. Well, I hope nobody I know drives by and sees me standing in the yard staring at the house in my pajamas. If they know your dad, they won't think anything of it. Oh. Fire it up, Dad! I dedicate this house to the Griswold family Christmas. Oh. Drum roll, please. Drum roll. Oh, oh, uh... Joy to the 
Beautiful, Clark. Oh, talk about pissing your money away. <laughs> there is so many lines in this movie, Chris. I could sit here all day long and talk about all my favorite lines from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. To me, this is the Griswolds at their best. Now, don't get me wrong. The first two Griswold movies, uh, were vacation movies, were very, very good as well. But I mm-hmm. love Christmas Vacation. I always make sure I watch it every Christmas for sure. And, I mean, it's those lines, I mean, just, just yesterday during Thanksgiving, uh, the family asked me to say Grace. And I said, Grace, she's been dead for years. I mean, I just mm-hmm. I can't help myself. I just love this movie too much. <laughs> I can't help it. I'm assuming, Chris, that at some point in your life, even if it's not one of your favorites, I'm sure you've seen National Lampoon's oh, Christmas Vacation. Oh, I enjoy this one, yeah. I have it on my Netflix queue right now. Oh, very good, yeah. Uh, well, being that this is the weekend after Thanksgiving uh, is when we kick off our movie uh, Christmas movie watching uh, marathon here. And National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is usually the one that we all kind of really look forward to watching. So we will definitely be watching this holiday season. Uh, but yeah, there's there's too many too many great moments in that movie uh, to for me to mention. Uh, but if you haven't seen it, by all means, uh, definitely one to check out. Would you agree? Yes, it's a good one. Absolutely. Uh, so Chris, what is next on your list? I have a New Year's movie, and it's After the Thin Man. That's like uh, 1936, I believe, uh, with uh, William Powell and um, Myrna Loy, and it's one of the like seven in the series yeah. of Thin Man movies. Oh yeah, so. yeah. It, 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 I don't remember how many for sure they did, but it was there was quite a few on the list. And me and my wife, we enjoy the Thin Man series. They were. Mm-hmm. Fantastic, and it, and it's. I'm glad you had this one on your list because uh, it was. I think it was one of the ones that me and my wife watched not too too long ago, and I have to admit, I I do enjoy After the Thin Man. Let's hear a little bit from that particular movie. No, really? Well, you amaze me. Could you explain that point a bit further? Uh, well, I wouldn't go as far as to say that. What's that? Oh, uh, uh, just a moment. Really? Well, wow, you surely you're not going to let that pass unchallenged, are you? You must have something to say to that. That's the boy. I knew you had it in you. Um, this is classic movie making here. I mean, mm-hmm. it's this. I mean, I know it goes back a long ways. I'm sure some of the younger uh, listeners, their listeners, have no idea who and what we're talking about. But it's 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 one of those classics that if you enjoy film, you need to go back and watch the Thin Man series. And this one in particular is a good one to watch. So, Definitely. I am very glad you put down the list. It's one I didn't think about, and I'm glad uh, glad that you had on there because uh, it does take place during the year's uh, Eve time. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what's great about uh, this list is that since we're not including just Christmas, um, there's a lot of movies that you can think about, including uh, – now, this one, of course, the one on the next one on my list does involve a major holiday, the one we here in the States just finished, which is Thanksgiving, and that is Planes, Trains, and Automobiles.
know. Mm. Mm. Why did you kiss my ear? Why are you holding my hand? Where's your other hand? Between two pillows. Those aren't pillows. Ah! <laughs> See that Bears game last week? Yeah, hell of a game, hell of a game. Bears got a great team this year. They're gonna go all the way. Oh, yeah! I mean, how could you get much better than Steve, Mar- Steve Martin and the great late John Candy together I mean, it is golden. This is a golden. I mean, I watch this every Thanksgiving. It's a tradition for me to watch. And if you don't laugh, just like with National Lampoon for me, if you don't laugh when you watch this movie, there's something wrong with you, Chris. (laughs) You know what I mean? Wasn't this done by several of the National Lampoon guys, like some of the writers? Oh, you know what? I'm not sure about all the writers. And this is a John Hughes film, so I don't remember who's on his writing staff. It's a John Hughes film. Maybe not then. Yeah, right. This is a John Hughesfield production. I don't remember who else is on the writing staff for this particular one, uh, but it's just, it's classic. I mean, it, to me, it's yes. a classic holiday film. Uh, and there's and not many Thanksgiving movies. Thank you. Yeah. I was just going to bring that up. I mean, if we, I, if we could braid our, bat our heads together, maybe we could come up with something. I could maybe think what our listeners will. This and Dutch as the only two movies I can think of. Dutch. Oh, see, I have never even seen Dutch. That's the one with... um. Al Bundy and the guy from Modern Family. What's his name? Oh, oh, from Modern Family, which uh, yes. Ed Harris, you mean? Or, yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, Al Bundy. That's It's funny because you every, mm-hmm. that's what I always think of Ed. I always think of yeah. him. He is Al Bundy to me as well, yes. even though he's starting to become Jay Pritchett a little bit. But yes, mm-hmm. uh, okay. So no, I have not seen that one. So that one does evolve around how, of Thanksgiving. I, I, I Like I said, I'm sure our listeners could probably come up with mm-hmm. a list of some movies that do evolve around Thanksgiving. This one, of course, definitely does. It's a classic John Hughes film, classic Steve Martin and John Candy. If you have not seen it for some reason, by all means, pick it up uh, at the store. Go buy it. I promise you. You even if you have to go buy it, you will not be disappointed. Uh, it is, uh, like I said, it's it's great. And there's so many lines in that one too that my wife will tell you that I drive them crazy about all the time. That uh, I I say. So often, it's not even funny. <laughs> I'm one of those kind of guys, Chris, when you're hanging out with me, you know that at some point, if I say something a little silly, it probably mm-hmm. was a line from a movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of other holidays other than Christmas, uh, the next one on your list involves a, a very major holiday that happens here in the States during uh, the summertime. And which one would that be, Chris? That would be the 4th of July. And rather than going with, like, born on the 4th of July that does not take place on 4th of July. I went with Jaws, which that's kind of the one of the main plot points in it is sure. the summer season hit and they don't want Brody to close the beach down. And so, you know, then you have this killer shark out there. It's probably one of my all-time favorite films. Oh, probably it's my absolutely one of the best. Stephen Ed, his greatest. I mean, this is one of his mm-hmm. early uh, big hits. 
Uh, I definitely love it. Of course, yes, like you said, it does take place during Fourth of July. Uh, mm-hmm. Real quick, I do have a sound clip, but I just want everybody. There is one uh, more adult type word that's going to be quickly mentioned, just to give you a quick warning. Uh, but other than that, I had to play this particular scene because it has one of the most iconic uh, lines from any movie in it. And so here we go. Here, let's listen into Jaws. You heard him. Slow ahead. I can go slow ahead. Come on down and chump some of this shit. You're going to need a bigger boat. You're going to need a bigger boat, Chris. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great line, right? I mean, how many yes. times do you hear people talk about that line? You're going to need a bigger boat. One of the best lines ever. Hey, our executive producer here of the show, uh, Miss uh, that would be my wife, of course, just reminded me how I misspoke earlier. It's Ed O'Neill, not Ed Harris. So anybody oh, that wants to send us hate okay. mail, stop right now. Put your, put your cue board away. You don't have to send us one. Yes, Ed O'Neill, of course, is the mm-hmm. actor we were trying. <laughs> trying to think of earlier but yes jaws chris i love jaws and uh that's a great one to think about see this that's why i love it because sometimes you forget about that these movies do involve around a holiday and this is a perfect Mm -hmm. example one of those on my honorable mention i guess i can mention it now i have a fourth of july movie independence day with will smith and a host of other people is one of my favorite fourth of july movies and that of course is an alien flick (laughs) but it does take place during fourth of july so, great one to list. Uh, next one on my list is probably one of the most iconic Christmas movies I can think of of all time. It's, of course, another classic, but I think that there's not one person out there, even a young young person probably, that has not at least heard of or seen It's a Wonderful Life. Mary, I know what I'm going to do tomorrow and the next day and next year and a year after that. I'm shaking the dust of this crummy little town off my feet and I'm going to see the world. Italy, Greece, the Parthenon, the Colosseum. Then I'm coming back here and go to college and see what they know. And then I'm going to build things. I'm going to build airfields. I'm going to build skyscrapers a hundred stories high. I'm going to build bridges a mile long. Were you going to throw a rock? Hey, that's pretty good. What'd you wish, Mary? <laughs> well, just like the Christmas story and a few other classic ones, uh, in Middle Thirty Fourth Street that you mentioned earlier, the mm-hmm. It's a Wonderful Life is one of those I try to watch uh, just about every Christmas if I can. And I've, of course, probably seen it maybe more times than anything else on this list, including Christmas Vacation. I can't tell you how many times I've seen It's a Wonderful Life. Oh. But, they used to just run that movie into the ground. <laughs> and I think that's why probably a lot of people may even not mention on their list anymore because they've <laughs> seen it so many times they maybe are sick of it. And right. I have to admit there was a point in my life where we kind of took a break from it, uh, went many mm-hmm. times, maybe many years without watching it. But when you finally get in the mood to watch it again and you go back and watch it and you realize how great of a movie this is, how powerful it was, a movie that did not do very well when it first came out – and is now, today, considered uh, one of the greatest classics of all time. It, uh, of course, stars James Stewart, which is by far, well, between him and Cary Grant, uh, Chris, those are my two favorite actors of all time. And when I was a kid growing up, I grew up watching 
you know, classic film. And those two, if they're in it, I've seen it, and it's this was James at his best. Would you not agree? Oh, yeah. I mean, just because I'm not a huge fan of the story, but I definitely say that the acting is just mm-hmm. superb, and um, the settings are really nice. So it's a good one. Absolutely. And, of course, just like... Most of these movies we're mentioning, you can easily find this at a video store or Netflix or something, I'm sure, just about every – where at least you can get it on DVD for sure. I don't know how available it is for streaming at this moment, but I know you can definitely get it on DVD. Now, what's number four on your list, Chris? I went with a Halloween episode, and I kept trying to steer away from a horror film. And <laughs> yes, right. that was quite tricky to find a Halloween movie that was not supposed to be scary. I so understand. So I found – Ernest Scared Stupid, and I do remember that movie, and um, it. I remember the one character in it. I mean, Eartha Kitt's in it, who played who was Catwoman in the old Batman TV show, mm-hmm. and um, it's just it's one of those that I think it was one of the early Ernest movies, so mm-hmm. it didn't get, kind of go downhill like the rest. Yes, I think it was the second so, one, if I remember right. Yeah. I think it was Ernest Goes Camp and then Scared Stupid. Right. I believe that is correct. Let's hear a little bit. Speaking of all his characters, here I got a clip here that definitely highlights a lot of his characters. Here it is. It was a dark night in Lower Botswana. Giant Bula Bula flies droned in the still air. Then it came, the screeching war cry of the Ottoman horde. We're the Ottoman and you're not. You're in a world of it now, pal. Oh my, I'm afraid. Sure, I'm scared. Everybody in Botswana is scared. It looks like curtains. This place is just screaming for Drake. Don't worry about the Ottomans. They're just wusses. They're all talk. I knew an Ottoman Eagle Scout. He got a merit badge in wholesale slaughter. Ah! Come on, Ottomans. Take a piece of me. <laughs> what we need is the high ground. The high ground is no good without trees. Friends, Romans, Botswanians, lend me your trees. There ain't no trees in Botswana. Uh-uh, I know. I am a Botswanian lumberjack, and I ain't never had a job. We need dress shield. You need the high ground to keep away from us. Cause, cause we're the Ottoman. Ah! <laughs> oh, my goodness. The late Jim Vernon, I'm telling you what, he... You're right. Most of the Ernest movies after this one kind of went, you know, down yeah. the tree. And I think those first couple ones, Ernest Goes to Camp yeah. and this one, was, was pretty good. And the Christmas good. one, I think, was a good one. That's a good That's point. Yeah, it. that one wasn't too bad. Uh, Jim, of course, was a special talent. And, of course, we, he, he's been well missed. Uh, but I, I have to admit, his Ernest character was was great. I used to just, I loved that stuff. I watched all of his stuff when I was younger and um, I'm glad you mentioned this on the list. That's a good one. You're right. I'm like you, Chris. I'm not a huge fan of horror necessarily. I know Halloween. <laughs> usually, when it comes to Halloween movies, you think of horror stuff. Um, you know, I I do love the original Halloween as far as like slasher movies are concerned. I think it's definitely a classic. But it's not a movie that I always look forward to watching because I don't watch a lot of this stuff. So I'm glad you thought of one to include here on our list of uh, Halloween movies that don't necessarily have to do with somebody you know, being slaughtered by a gigantic knife or something like mm-hmm. that. <laughs> or involving somebody with a uh, mask on. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you know what? At some point, maybe Ernest did have some masks on. <laughs> mm, he did fight some 
creatures that <laughs> were a little creepy. Yeah. So you still try to watch Ernest Scared Stupid on a regular basis? It's or? hard to find uh, yeah, streaming and is. stuff. I I don't own the DVDs, but um, I if it they do show it, which is kind of rare nowadays, but if they do show it, I'll definitely sit down and watch it. Right. And again, you know, YouTube or maybe Hulu or Amazon Prime or somebody has it. Yeah, absolutely. It's a good one. It's and it mm-hmm. shows uh, Jim at his best uh, when he was flying high with his character Ernest. Uh, mm-hmm. It definitely is uh, one of the better ones. Rel, speaking of a, a movie that's pretty easy to find, that would be the next one on my list. Chris, I thought of when I thought of this list, I was trying to think of especially movies uh, that I watch on a regular basis during the holiday. Christmas, of course, being the one that you probably watch the most of when it comes to holiday uh, themed yes. films. And this one it came out relatively not too long within the last ten years, if I remember right now. Uh, but it has become an instant classic for us in our household. It wasn't necessarily that way a few years ago, but it has become now one that I do watch on a regular basis. And that would be Elf. I didn't know you had elves working here. Oh. Boy, you're you're hilarious, my friend. Uh, he doesn't. Uh... Get, get back to the story, please. Uh, <clears throat> so, on the cover above the title... Does Santa know that you left the workshop? You know, we're all laughing our heads off. Did you have to borrow a reindeer to get down here? Buddy, go back to the base pay. Hey, Jackweed, I get more action in a week than you've had your entire life. I've got houses in L.A., Paris, and Vail. Oh. Each one of them with a 70-inch plasma screen. So I suggest you wipe that stupid smile off your face before I come over there and smack it off. You feeling strong, my friend? Call me Elf one more time. He's an angry elf. (laughs) This scene, Chris, is so funny. (laughs) There's so many minutes. I know a lot of people out there hate Will Ferrell or they don't like him at all. And I get that. You know, Will is one of those guys that's kind of hit or miss sometimes for me as well. I I would probably say maybe in the majority of his movies I do enjoy because as anybody that knows me, I love immature comedy. When it, my Some of my favorite comedic movies are always movies that are just out, out there and ridiculously stupid. This is, of course, definitely one of them because that's what Will Ferrell does best. He does right. ridiculous, fantastic. Uh, so this is definitely ridiculous, but... It's to me, it's a, a new classic for me, and I do enjoy watching Elf uh, when it comes on. And I know it's it was on one of your honorable mentions for Christmas only oh, movies, yeah. right? Yes. And of course, we started off our show here with uh, the opening theme music to Elf, and uh, it's just it's a classic. If you have not given Elf a chance, even if you just you know you're on the fence with Will Ferrell, give it a try. I think you at least some point in the episode you will definitely laugh. Would you agree? Yes, I mean, it's unlike some, like, Anchorman took me a while to warm up to, but Elf uh-huh. is just such a great one right off the bat. I, I liked it the first time I saw it. Yeah, I just, yeah, I just, uh, like I said, I, I've talked to some people that don't really, a big fans of his, and they do actually enjoy Elf, so I, I think the majority of people out there would probably, would definitely like it, so... Now, speaking, uh, we were talking so much a lot about classic movies. You have a classic one, or at least I, I feel that you probably are referring morally, mostly to the original. But um, one of your ones you have on your list, uh, what, what's that on number five on your list, Chris? Number five is Holiday Inn. 
Yeah, and you told me you could watch pretty much all of them. Now I know there's been a lot of 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 well, what I meant by all holidays. of them is they celebrate just about every holiday in this film. There's oh, that's Thanksgiving, true. I forgot dance about that. Yes. and song. There's a St. Patrick's dance and song. There's a Fourth of July or Independence Day song. There's Christmas. Right. I mean, they well because they're showmen. Them all. They're showmen, right? Well, the whole premise of the movie is they start this in you know like this song and dance place, but they're only open on holidays, which I don't know how that is. But anyway, so anytime you see them there, it's a holiday of some kind. Right. Well, I think if you haven't watched this, it's definitely one you need to because there's, uh, I mean, some classic moments in this movie. I mean, first of all, you have Bing Crosby uh, singing White Christmas. You have Fred Astaire together. These two are some of the, two of the greatest showmen probably in, in movie history, right? Um, oh, yeah. And to me, this is definitely one of those classics that you have to uh, at least watch at least one time, right? Mm-hmm. All right, well, uh, let's listen a little bit to, to the movie. It's not much of a Christmas present for you, is it? I mean, both of us walking out on you. Don't worry about me, kid. I'll do all right. Oh, what a chump. Can't you see what we're walking out on? The grind. 365 days a year. When's the last time you had a day off? I don't know, maybe last year. Did you ever hear Thanksgiving or Labor Day or the 4th of July? Vaguely. You know what they are, don't you? The holidays. Days of rest. There's lots of them. They, they mark them in red on the calendar so you can't miss them. What happens in show business when a holiday comes along? You give an extra performance. Not for me, brother. Lyle and I are going up to that farm in Connecticut. And we're going to live by the calendar. Oh, it's funny because poor Bing Crosby in this particular scene, he doesn't realize that they actually the reverse is going to happen, that she's going yeah. away with him to, uh, to start singing and stuff more. But anyway... What a great, great, great uh, movie! I love Bing Crosby, by the way. Do you? Uh, I'm assuming you oh, must have. Definitely. Uh, I love his road movies with Bob Hope. They're oh my great. god, yes! We could do a whole episode on the road movies with him and Bob Hope, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Good. It's just fantastic stuff. It is. So, okay, the last one on my list, uh, Chris, is one that again, a kind of a. New one has been on my list of one of my favorites. It's kind of in rotation as far as uh, some of these other ones that I mentioned uh, that I am now starting to watch on a regular basis during Christmas. So, yes, I did another Christmas movie. Uh, but, yeah, that would have to be The Ref. Um, it stars Dennis Solari, It's and um, I just I love it. Have you ever seen The Ref before? No, I couldn't place it when I saw it on your list. Okay. How recent well, is it? It's from it's from 1994, and like I said, it stars Dennis Dennis Leary, Judy uh, Davis, and Kevin Spacey. Um, it's 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 mostly. I mean, it's definitely it's definitely an adult movie. It's not for kids. It's not for the whole family. So this mm-hmm. is not one that you can watch with, uh, you know, the kids. Like I said, but it's got a lot of uh, foul language in it. But it is just great. Uh, Dennis plays a thief, a jewel thief who basically gets stuck having to take um, for hostage um, Kevin Spacey uh, and his wife Judy, or played by Judy Davis, the two of them uh, as hostages to try to escape because he basically, uh, he's trying to uh, rob this people's house and he gets uh, gets in trouble. The police are looking for him, so he needed a hideout place. So he takes these two for hostage and the two of them are, shall we say, going through some serious marital, marital issues and they do nothing but constantly fight. 
And of course, Dennis's character gets stuck with these two, and he and these two just make his life hell because all he has to do is sit here and listen to these two constantly bicker and fight. And all he's trying to do is find some way to get out of town. It's a classic movie, like I said, from 1994. Definitely worthwhile listening, or definitely worthwhile checking out. Okay, I didn't know that. I mean, it sounds familiar. I just didn't know it was set at Christmas. Yeah, it's definitely set at Christmas. So, actually, here's a, a Chris. I don't know. May, maybe you've seen it before or not. But here, I'm going to play a little clip of it and see if you maybe okay. refreshes your memory. Lloyd, don't talk to me like that in my own house. You know what, Mom? You know what I'm going to get you next Christmas? A big wooden cross. So every time you feel unappreciated for all your sacrifices, you can climb on up and nail yourself to it. Gary, get my bags. I'm leaving. Oh, go get him yourself. He's not your errand boy. Has everyone gone nuts? Who the hell do you think you are? Slipper socks, medium. <laughs> the the big not to spoil too much of the movie, Chris, but towards the end of the movie, I mean his his mother is a big focus in this movie and mm-hmm. she is just like the worst mother of all mothers. <laughs> and they basically all kind of lash out at her towards the end of this movie. Uh but it is it's 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 to, I'm telling you, Chris, if you watch it, you you won't be disappointed. I promise. Okay. You. <laughs> I'll it's a good check one. It out then. Uh, so definitely check it out. Chris, uh, I, I'm looking through here some of our honorable mentions. Uh, you have a lot of Christmas ones. Any other ones you want to, you know, just want to ram, ramble off a few of the ones? I know we um, mentioned you do enjoy Christmas Elf. Christmas ones. Uh, yeah, Elf, A Christmas Story, which is on like 400 days a year. <laughs> um, Scrooge right. with Bill Murray. That's a good one. Absolutely. Die Hard is a great one. Yes, Die Hard, absolutely. And um, Gremlins. Yes, I'm so glad you mentioned Gremlins. I completely forgot that that does take place during Christmas as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a that's a that's a great one to put. In fact, I just recently saw that it was on TV or something. I saw it; it was on not too long ago. Um, but some of my other honorable mentions: non Christmas. Uh, I well earlier I mentioned Independence Day, also Groundhog Day. My wife likes this. Is where, by the way, another thing that started the argument about what's a holiday. She says, "Well, Groundhog Day is a holiday." I'm like, "Okay, all right, I guess you got me. It's not necessarily a real holiday, but that's a great movie, of course. But <clears> Christmas <throat> only. Yes, I have Die Hard on my list. Christmas Story as well." Uh, Your Miracle on 34th Street's on my list of Christmas movies I have to watch. The Santa Claus. Now, I do like that whole trilogy. I think it it's one of the few trilogies like, okay. that holds up. I hated the trilogy. I just liked the original. I, I tried so hard to like part two and part three. Now, my kids love the other parts. I think part three I liked a little better than part two. Part two drove me crazy when all the whole story was about him trying to get married. I was like, come on, get on with it. But the original, to me, I think stands out alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, oh, yeah. I just think it was fantastic. And then, of course, Home Alone couldn't have. I have to right. mention, I almost had, I almost put Home Alone on my list of my in my in my top five there, and it could have easily gone up there at some point. Flopped it with one of the other movies. It's I do enjoy funny, Home Alone. Um, my wife and I are. We have um, currently we have a trial for satellite radio, and they have a bunch of Christmas channels. And every time, uh, Bing Crosby's. Um, White Christmas mm-hmm. and a couple others come on. I just instantly think Home Alone 
Like, <laughs> yes. That was that scene in Home Alone where he's putting the aftershave on. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Absolutely. Yeah, I just think Home Alone is one of those movies that, uh, you know, some people out there might be hearing us going, ah, I don't like it. But I think it's a, I think it's a classic, and I think it's mm-hmm. one that's going to stand out for a long, long time. And uh, I'm not ashamed to say that I do really, really love uh, Home Alone as well. And my wife, the producer here, she just uh, wanted to join in and say that another one of her new favorite classics is Jingle All the Way, which, of course, stars the governator. <laughs> and, and that one was, uh, that one's pretty funny as well. So that's something else to think about. But there's so yeah. many, when it comes to Christmas, Chris, me and you could make a, a top 20, right? Mm-hmm. Easily. Oh, yeah. <laughs> With just Christmas. Absolutely. Christmas is obviously there's many. And we haven't even talked about Christmas. about Christmas specials. Right. But. No, I agree. When it comes to Christmas specials, real quick, Chris, I, I'm sure you've got a lot on your list. For me, obviously, all the peanuts ones. So we have the DVD mm-hmm. set. I every Halloween I watch uh, the Charlie Brown uh, Halloween episode. During Thanksgiving yep. we watch the Thanksgiving one, and of course during Christmas we have to watch Christmas one. Uh, another one, of course, I probably try to watch if I can is the uh, uh, the uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, and of course I'm talking about the the cartoon version. Uh, mm-hmm. So there's many other ones. What's a couple of ones that stand out for you when it comes to TV um, specials that you enjoy? TV ones, there's the 1980s classic, um, The Night They Saved Santa. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. That was, do you remember that one? Child, I'm trying that to, it sounds... Like, um, um, I'm going to mess up the actors and actresses' names, but um, takes place in the North Pole, and, like, the family is there because they're drilling oil, and mm-hmm. they're getting too close to uh, Santa's workshop and all this stuff. And uh, anyway, okay. there's that one. That sort of sounds familiar, yeah. And the the elf is played by an actor you see a lot in the 80s with huge mutton chops. Um, okay. There's that one. There's, of course... Um, Charlie Brown and um, there's right. the Grinch and then there's a few of the Rankin Bass ones like um, there's one that kind of does the origin of Santa where it's like a council of these Celtic priests or gods or whatever and then they you know are like oh we'll grant him immortality we'll give him the ability to do this and that you know they kind of add all his little things to it. Yeah, and I like, was thinking back too as a kid. Remember, they had we had Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, uh-huh. and we had the uh, Frosty, the mm-hmm. Snowman one. I remember I used to always watch those, and that wasn't claymation though. What was that? It's no, a, it's kind of a, Frosty was drawn. Was that a drawn one? But about the re- yeah. Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, there was something, that was all like stop motion stuff. Stop motion, right? Yeah, there was a there was actually more than one of those stop motion oh, yeah. type there specials when we were of kids, those right? Bass ones. Yeah, okay, that's who it was. Did, okay, like. Rudolph and a couple of Santas and okay, that's um, what I'm thinking of then. Oh, but Jack Frost and stuff yes. like that. Yes, yes, those are the series I remember watching. Those series, mm-hmm. that's the ones I'm probably thinking of. That when I was a kid, uh, we you know we always watched them every year. And from time to time, if I see ones on, I'll I'll stop and maybe watch it just to kind of you know bring back those old memories when you're a oh, kid, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. We all love to be, be reminded of when we were a child. Sometimes, <laughs> oh. yes. Uh, also, too, Chris, again, TV Guide did a list of 15 of their favorite holiday uh, movies. I will have that uh, link as well in the show notes. So if you want to check both of those lists out, those are always fun to look at. If you're a lot like me who likes to think, you know, read other people's list and see what they have on their, on their mind as far as some of the ones they think 
are great in those particular category, and I uh, I love listening to those lists. Most of the time when I hear somebody's list, of course, I'm like, oh, I can't believe they had that on there, you know. But then I mm-hmm. have to remind myself, hey, it's it just happens to be the one that they thought was good. So I know that. List. I've been turned off a list because of Entertainment Weekly. Oh, their lists are horrible. <laughs> yes, Entertainment Weekly, by the way, does have a list out there. I can't remember of movies or TV, or maybe they had. They probably have one of both. So that's another group that you could probably look at. They but, were doing um, like greatest TV shows of all time, and they had them in categories. And their number one sci-fi show was Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I was like, are you? <laughs> now, That's hold it. on, Chris. You might upset no some of our Buffy fans. <laughs> In the sci-fi category? I agree with you, yeah. It, it, sometimes you see these lists, whether it's about TV or movies or music, mm-hmm. and you go, really? Really? Yeah. You know, you think to yourself, what is wrong with these people? So, but that's, you know what, we're having, we had fun here in this episode talking about our favorites, but people remember, this is just ones that me and Chris remember that we love. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure everybody out there has ones that they remember that they enjoyed as much. And by all means, we would love to hear some of those. If anybody wants to send us uh, some feedback, Chris, what is our feedback email address? Our feedback email address is oddly enough, feedback at what to watch podcast.com. What? Oh my God. That's, that's too easy. You're kidding me. Really no, it's very simple. <laughs> How original, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, by all means. But uh, if you have your own list and you just want to send us your list just for fun for us to look at, by all means, you can do that. Send it to that uh, email address. Uh, we would love to hear from you guys as, uh, as far as some of your holiday uh, favorites, whether it's movies or television or whatever. That would be great. Uh, shoot me. and You could probably do uh, a list of some of our favorite holiday albums, right, if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. but. Obviously, yeah. that wouldn't involve uh, watching anything, so that does that'd be hot to be no. for a different podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, well, Chris, how can they find you on Twitter? Uh, they can find me on Twitter as Doctor Quest. That's D R Q U E S T, and I tweet from that. I saw you favorited my Mike Tyson tweet. Absolutely, so, I sure did. <laughs> that was that, a good tweet. Yes. Yes, Chris is definitely worth following. You primarily are like me, though, Chris. You mostly talk about a lot of television, movies, games, things like that. Mm. Me and Chris here, as you guys could probably imagine by listening if you're new to this podcast, we're pretty much just two giant geeks (laughs) for the most part. I know that's primarily what I talk about as well is is movies and television and music and things like that. So if you want to follow me, you can. Uh, I am simply J Panhorst. That's J-P-A-N-H-O-R-S-T on Twitter. You can also find me on Facebook if you want to friend me. That's fine. I most likely will. Just send me a message so I know why you're trying to friend me because uh, usually I don't friend someone on Facebook unless I have some kind of relationship or know that they know someone I know or something like that. So, you know, if I get a random one I don't know, I'll probably say no thank you. But if you send me a message to say, hey, I'm, I'm a fan of your podcast, that's, that, that'd be different. And yep. that's cool. But uh, anyway, Chris, uh, I guess that's it for our podcast, man. I think, that we did, I mm-hmm. think this turned out pretty good. Yes, I enjoyed it tremendously. And it was fun thinking of that list. Absolutely. Well, uh, I guess we, me and you do not have anything set in stone as far as what well, we could talk about next time, but I'm sure we could think of some ideas. I have an idea or two, yeah. Oh, good. Well, very good. I know, Chris, I will be watching some new movies that are coming out here uh, during the holiday seasons. Not necessarily holiday movies, but movies that I'm very excited about seeing. Obviously, Catching Fire is out right now. We have The Hobbit coming out. I know I'll probably definitely be seeing The Hobbit. Um, I'm excited about American Hustler. What? You're in the Hunger Games? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so anyway, I there's... I that movie. 
there's a, oh i'm sorry well anyway what i was getting at chris is there's a bunch of new movies that i'll probably mm-hmm. be seeing so if you want to discuss that maybe on a future episode we can but i'm yeah. sure me and you could put our heads together and come up with something mm-hmm. fun we could talk about right yes all right well everyone well i guess until next time chris uh, if you want to we can maybe close out with uh, some more of that music from elf and uh otherwise i guess i'm gonna let you go hit it all right man take care Thank <laughs> you.